Ahoy! Welcome to Season 3, Episode 17 of Bottom of the Stream. My name uh, is Adam, and this uh, is Nick. I'm Nick, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Oh, you're stepping on my toes already. <laughs> Sorry. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? I'm Any excited. Um, what are you excited uh, for? Well, this, talk about this. Well, I'm always excited to talk to you, but I'm excited to talk about this movie. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, Me too. I'm looking forward to this one. But all in due time. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm all right. I, I want to um, see if you can pass a test. Oh, okay. Get me early. Not even um, a minute in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there's no pressure. Okay. But this will tell us if you're a good person or not. <laughs> I think we already know the answer to that. Um, I've been, I've been uh, become a bit obsessed with the the shopping cart theory. Right. And simply the question is, you know when you go shopping, yeah. supermarket, so you're doing your big shop. Yeah. You've got a trolley. I have, usually. You've, you've, you've done your shop, you've yep. took, took it back to your car. Yep. Unloaded. Yep. What are you doing with the shopping trolley? Taking it back to where I got it from. Good. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Why? Because... Who's hurt you, Nick? No, no, it's... <laughs> So uh, there's this theory called the shopping cart theory, and apparently it is like, you know, the, there's a lot of people who believe it's a really good test as to whether you're you're legitimately a good person or not, um, because, you know, obviously the correct thing to do is to return the shopping cart to its little house, yeah. its little, little hutch, um, because <laughs> there's no reason why you shouldn't, is there? No. Unless you're in, you know... It's a dire emergency, and you've been called away. Then there's Even no then, reason. It's only ten seconds. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Plus, you normally get a quid. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But the reason it's a good test is because there's nothing against you abandoning it, isn't it? Is there just leaving it wherever in the in the? No, car I guess park. not. I guess it's not a rule, is it? No, because you're not going to get punished for it. No, you're not going to get fined. You don't gain anything by leaving it. No. So the the only thing that means you're taking it back is sort of the goodness of nice your person. own heart. Exactly, exactly. That's really interesting. You've so kind of th- persuaded me not to bother now, though. There's no rules. <laughs> so yeah, but that's the test. So the th- this, this kind of this theory kind of says that if you were, uh, you know, if you're unable to take it back, then basically you're an animal. <laughs> you know, you're a sociopath. That's um, interesting. Let us know, everybody who's listening, what you do. Yeah, we've got any sociopaths listening? I'd be really interested. So I've been kind of yeah turning that one over. I like it because I always take it back as well. Yeah, I do. It wouldn't even cross my mind not to. No, me what neither. What do you do? Just dump it in the parking space next to you. Yeah, or just push it against the fence. Or you've you've seen it, haven't you? In yeah, the, I have in seen the supermarket. I've just never really park. given it much thought before. It's really interesting. Like you say, you're never like more than what I don't know twenty seconds away from the next. Yeah, if that. Little hutch. Little hutch. <laughs> Where they live? I must be a good person anyway. I had some good karma in the week. All right, good. I popped into town at the weekend to look for some new furniture for my lounge. Okay. And I was walking across the car park to pay for my car parking space and found £10 note on the floor. There you go. And I looked around and there was nobody else around in the car park other than me. So it went in my pocket. <laughs> That's fine. So I figure I'm a good person. So I deserve that ten pounds. But yeah, it's I was like, wow, it's because you dinner. it's because you put all those uh, shopping trolleys back. Yeah. So I didn't buy any furniture and came home ten pound richer than I was when I left home. And you had a bit of fresh air, so And yeah, exactly. 
Everyone's a winner. <laughs> Absolutely. Good times. Good week. Have you been up to anything else this week? Apart from no, thinking about shopping trolleys? Yeah, just basically thinking about shopping trolleys. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, essentially. That's that's cool. been all consuming. Um <laughs> But no, nothing else is really not I don't think I've had any other exciting occurrences this week. No, nor me. It's been a bit. Oh, I went to the zoo. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was quite good. How um, was the zoo in the new world? So it was it was good and bad. So the bad bit was you get there, obviously everyone has a time slot. So it was yeah. quite unnerving arriving there and there being quite a big queue of people. Right. So uh, like people were keeping their distance, that was fine. But it's just a long time since I've seen that many people in a line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we got in, and we got a bit tactical because right. they've they've put in a one way system. Right. Where we're like, but you can go around as many times as you want. So we're like, well, let's just zoom past these. We'll get ahead. Yeah. Got got ahead. Basically missed out a few monkeys, and we then had two hours. We barely saw anyone else. Oh, that's a really clever idea. So you go right ahead. And then you end up going up behind everybody else. Yeah. So we That's... we were ahead and we, we got to like the playground, no one there. So the kids oh. could like run around on it. Awesome. It was really good. Some, some you know, even there, even on the, the little break we had at the playground, the baby ducks were coming up to say hello. Nice. Yeah. Saw the tiger out. I don't see him out very often. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> cool. Good things happen to good people, you see. Yeah. That's what it is. So everybody's getting good juju this week. That's nice. I'm glad. I'm glad you've got back to I know you enjoy the zoo, and I'm glad you've got back to it. Zoo enthusiast. <laughs> zoo enthusiast. <laughs> enthusiast. I'm going with it. I've not done the socials. Shall I run through the socials? Yes, let's do that. Follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Our Instagram is the same at BOTS underscore podcast. Uh, you can join us on the website at www.bottomofthestream.com where you will find every episode we've ever done and all three seasons stream tables. Um, also you can find us on Patreon which is www I keep saying www nobody needs that anymore no. patreon.com slash bottom of the stream where you will find every no where you will be able to get some merch some extra bonus episodes some early access to episodes a wild card if you come in at a certain level and it's just a couple of quid a month and we'll join our little pod family Sure. If you can't do that, then please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser or anywhere else you can leave reviews about podcasts uh, on your desired podcast app um, yeah. because that really helps with the algorithms and it helps put us in more people's ear holes. Absolutely. Get us some more downloads. They say some every hole's a goal, but our only hole that's a goal is your ear hole. So. <laughs> ear hole goals. Yeah. That's, awesome. where, that's where we want to penetrate you. <laughs> nice. Have you got any Netflix news? Let's move on. Uh, okay. Um, sure. I've got... Um, did you hear about what happened this week with season two of Derry Girls? I did. That was one of my pieces of news that I had written. Well, there you go. News <laughs> checkmate. Um, so that's Derry, really weird. <laughs> Derry Girls is a Channel 4 sitcom. Yes. Um, I think I've seen like the first couple of episodes. I can admit I've never seen an episode of it. I don't really even know what it's about. And I thought it was okay, but didn't go back to it. Um, but it's very highly rated. It's about um, some Irish schoolgirls in, uh, I don't know if it's ni- 90s. I think it might <laughs> be in the 90s. Um, and season two was released onto Netflix last week. Yep. Uh, and then four days later, it wasn't. 
<laughs> yeah, it just m- removed mysteriously. And and basically, Netflix tweeted that. Well, sorry about that. Um, turns out we were a bit early putting that up. We'll let you know when it's back. <laughs> what I found really interesting about that tweet was they said all that, and then they put "check it out now" on all four. Yeah. So they're actually pointing people to somebody else's streaming service, which I thought was really interesting. I think. Do you think that's an apology? Do you think they've done it by mistake and they're like, "Shit, let's get everybody over to all four to apologise." Yeah, that or they were just <laughs> seeing if they could get away with it. <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? How things can just appear and disappear like that. That is odd. Someone's not yeah. read the fine print of some contractual agreement. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I read that earlier today. It's really interesting. Anything else? Apparently, so I can't attest to this because I do not have an Apple TV. Not me. Apparently, there is a shuffle button on Netflix. Right. If you have an Apple TV uh, and it will pick something for you to watch. Just to have everything? Uh, Well, I think you can shuffle. I think the one I read said films or TV. But I presume it again is based on your algorithms or your list. So I don't know if it chooses from everything, um, but yeah, there is. A, they have just added a shuffle button on Apple TV. Apparently, they've added their own randomizer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone's trying to put us out of a job, man. Sounds like it. Yeah. That's not, well, I suppose we could use it instead of having the randomizer. It'd be easier than trying to keep a list and keep the thing on Netflix as well. Just let Netflix do all the work. It's it's got to be algorithm based. You're not going to have be, like yeah, uh, I'm going to sit down for a family film and then the. Uh, it picks Hotbot. <laughs> well, imagine if it picked Hotbot for you. That would be annoying. I wonder if that's a ploy to get people to watch stuff that people don't watch. That's Maybe. interesting. I might have to look into that a bit more. That's fascinating. I, don't, I hadn't heard that. It's quite interesting. Maybe it does randomise off your own list. Yeah, that would make more sense. That would make sense. And that would help us because we could just use it <laughs> rather than having to maintain a list and the randomizer. And yeah, you to Which forget to done. forget to put the uh, sound up on your app every week. Every week, without fail. I might might just put in a fake sound effect in the, in the, from the next season. <laughs> no, I like the effort <laughs> you have to go to. <laughs> I've got one more piece of news. Okay, Snowpiercer finished its first season this week. Sure, last week now, as of the podcast, um, it has been renewed for season two. They have even revealed a teaser trailer for season two already. It's fast, fast moving, like fast, the train. Like the train. And Sean Bean's in it. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine he'll die in episode one, but well, he's, he's in as it. As is in, in his contracts, yeah. Yeah, he has to die pretty early in everything he's in. So, Yeah, the, it's only finished this week and they're already the season two must have already been filmed. Or be in the process of being filmed now for them to be able to release a trailer for Yeah, maybe maybe they'd got a head start on it and things had, yeah. had shut down. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. But oh, yeah, it's coming back. So if you've if you've enjoyed season one of Snowpiercer, I'm about halfway through. I've kind of lost it a little bit. But I will I will get it finished. Yeah, I'll get to it. It's it's on the list, not quite got there yet. I'm trying to finish a couple of things off first. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been watching anything good at the top of the stream? Talking of finishing things off? Yeah, I've watched um, a couple of things. So um, I will start with... So we were going to watch a movie last weekend yep. and then kind of watched a movie, but we went with, finally, the interactive Kimmy Schmidt experience. Oh, right. Yeah, what did you think? Uh, I thought as a as an extended episode of Kimmy Schmidt, I thought it was really entertaining. Right. Uh, I thought the gimmick was totally redundant. Yeah, agreed. Did you um, really feel like you were not controlling it? 
Oh, yeah, not at all, because yeah. it just course-corrected you. Or every time. Yeah. It always pointed you to one particular course. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's what, That was my takeaway from it. So I didn't... I didn't I felt Trey's descriptions was a bit off with the whole <laughs> interactiveness because <laughs> I didn't really uh, feel that. But uh, the con- I actually thought it was really funny and I quite like the concept of the episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd agree with that. And some of the funniest bits were the scenes where you've made the wrong choice and they're trying to put you back. Yeah, I'd, I don't know how different mine was to yours because I remember you saying that Titus wasn't in it much, but he was in mine loads. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's interesting. You know when it comes up Continue Watching on Netflix now? Mine yes. shows just under halfway. So oh, does it? I feel like I've only seen probably half of it anyway. Um, the thing I, that did annoy me with it is I, I, we got to the end and the credits were coming up and um, Amy Sedaris's name was up. Yeah. And I didn't see her at all. <laughs> I saw her a couple of times. She wasn't in our, our version. Not at all? No. That's interesting. She was in mine a couple of times. Maybe it is more... Um, random than we were giving it credit for then oh, I don't doubt there's loads of like um, you know cut scenes and bits that I've not yeah. that I didn't get to but but yeah I still didn't I didn't feel like I was I was influencing what was happening no the story was always going to be the same no matter yeah. what interesting maybe I'll give it another go see how it comes out as a second time yeah um, well, what else have I watched um, I'm now on to season 3 of The Sinner oh yeah that was season uh, 2 Season two was, uh, we had a bit of a difference of opinion because my wife preferred it and I thought the first one was better. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's not like you and your wife to have different opinions. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, like, still really good. Uh, and a really good performance, isn't there? Um, season three is very different again. It's a lot more psychological. All oh, right, okay. Um, and a bit slower moving, but I definitely have much less of an idea of where it's going so yeah interesting i will get back to it it's still on my list i just again it's one i've fallen away from pretty pretty dark stuff that yeah definitely uh, and then finally the only other thing i've watched i've watched two episodes the first two episodes of rick and morty after oh finally <laughs> the other week from the beginning um, yeah 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 i've never seen it at all never seen any any of it so yeah i watched i watched the first two uh, yeah, I really liked it. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's so random. Yeah, I, I've I found it really entertaining. Good. I'm glad you've got got onto that. It was the uh, which was the the second one, the Inception parody. That's the yeah. yeah I liked it. It was good. Awesome. Are you going to stick with so, it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't realise there was as few episodes of it as there are. Yeah, there's not there's not many. I presumed it was like your usual twenty episodes a season. No. There's not. No, there's, there's literally only 30 episodes to watch <laughs> yeah you can do that in a week yeah probably yeah i've done it with community i've just i've finished season two of community now that's I've done impressive a going <laughs> i've done a season a week since i started it that's awesome such a good show i can't believe i've never watched it before i don't want to talk about community every week but it is really good no we'll save that for my community podcast which i don't have but <laughs> maybe one we'll, day. we'll do one when i've finished it there's kind of no point now because um they actually, uh, John McHale and Ken Jong have a podcast. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'll talk, start listening talk, to that. They talk about community and have various people on from community. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing. It is. It's amazing. If you've not watched it, go and check it out. It's really good. Um, I watched a film off of the 90s this week. Okay. I watched The Truman Show. 
Oh, excellent. I've obviously seen it before, but I, I was in a mood. You know, sometimes you're in a mood to watch a film, but you don't want to concentrate too much. So it's like, I'll just watch something I've seen before. Yeah, yeah. We do, we That happens quite a lot in this house. Yeah. yeah. Put, put something on we've seen so it doesn't really matter if <laughs> and you're doing other stuff. Yeah. And I was. And within 10 minutes, I wasn't. And I was fully engrossed in it. It is an amazing film. It's, I'd forgotten how good it is. It's really, really good. And it's really clever. I um I saw something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. It might have even been just to coincide with it coming onto Netflix, and it is a load of still shots of basically um where you can see all the cameras in the background yeah. behind Truman. So that, they're yeah. they're stuck on like car doors and like in windows and in the eaves of buildings and stuff. And I was like, that's fair play. That it's is really outstanding. Deep. Yeah, you don't realise how deep it is. I can't yeah. believe he didn't get an Oscar nomination for it. It yeah, crazy. Blows my mind. It's only because of who he is that he didn't at the time. Because the guy who plays the director did get one. Yeah, he's hardly in it. Ataris. So, yeah, yeah. That's it. I couldn't remember his name. But he's barely in it, and it just it boggles my mind that he didn't. It boggles my mind to be fair that Jim Carrey hasn't got an Oscar because he is a really good actor. If you discount all the stupid stuff he's done, some of the serious roles he's played. Oh, look blows at him. My mind. Yeah, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, Man on the Moon. In- incredible. Well, he got a nominated for that, yeah. didn't he? Which I actually think is probably not as good a performance as the other two we've just mentioned. Yeah, probably. He's right up there. He's he's an, he's an incredible actor. When he's on when he's on form and he's got a decent script, he's one of the best in the world for me. I t- I tell you what is good, and I've always found thought it's underappreciated, and it it I remember it did sort of flop, didn't it, and break his streak. But uh, Cable Guy, yeah, good movie that is. Yeah, it is a good movie, uh, and, and really quite underappreciated, I think. Have you seen The Majestic? That's quite a good movie as well. Yes, yeah, That's... I've seen that. Yeah, bit of Jim Carrey love for you there, everybody. Not so much these days though. He's a bit weird now, isn't he? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what the last new thing I saw him in, then realised we'd seen him in a movie two weeks ago. So. <laughs> he was in... He was in Kick-Ass 2, wasn't he? Oh, of course he was, yeah. yeah. More recently than that, he's been in other stuff as well. I'm sure he has. Um, also, I've got a bit of a confession to make. Okay. I watched a film off our list. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is allowed or not. It's something I've not done before. But I really wanted to watch it, and but, I'm like... You better, was, not have, um, you better not have watched my wild card. I don't think I will have done. <laughs> um, it was on the most popular section on Netflix, so I okay. figured I was fine to take it off the list. And then I watched it, <laughs> and it's really good. I watched a film called Trick. Uh, right, okay. I didn't even know that was on our list. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen the um, thumbnail on Netflix, so yeah, that that was probably on the, uh, like you say, the trending it was, line. Yeah. It was, it's been on the most popular list for a couple of weeks on mine now anyway that's, that's really good if you like like slasher films Halloween based it's set at Halloween so you kind of know the sort of film you're going to get right it's got I'm going to forget his name he plays Randy in Scream Jamie Kennedy it's got Jamie oh, yeah. Kennedy in it and the main character is Omar Epps who is the guy who gets killed at the very beginning of Scream 2 so there's a lot of Scream ties to it and it is very screamy okay but that no, is really good it's really good it's well worth checking out if you enjoy a slasher flick that's set at halloween and it's just somebody going around killing college kids it's good it's worth checking out cool 
does what does what it says on the tin. It exactly does what it says on the tin, and it is. It almost takes Scream to the next level. You know, how Scream at the time was like a parody of those sort of films. Yeah. Or like an homage to those sort of films and pop culture. Trick kind of takes that and goes with it. Okay, that's it, cool. It, it felt like a, it was in the Scream universe. I'll say that. I'll give it that much credit. And you know how much I love the Scream films. Oh yeah, you're you're huge, huge Scream fan. Huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> that's it. I don't think I've watched anything else on Netflix this week. Cool. I've just been watching a lot of Community. I the only other thing I've got I wanted to mention was something that's coming out in a couple of weeks over to Netflix UK. Okay. Uh, which is a movie I remember seeing a tra- the trailer for at the time it came out, and uh, is a movie called Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh right. Okay. Um, and it's basically um, it stars <laughs> the, that guy. He's uh, <laughs> completely got got out of my head. Um, Give me a clue. Sh- Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, him. and yeah, him. Uh, and he is a guy who escorts a kid with Down syndrome um, on a road trip because he's trying to pursue his dream to become a professional wrestler. Oh right, okay. Uh, and it's supposed to be really funny and quite heartwarming, so I'm definitely going to check that out. And that's coming to Netflix, is it? Yeah, third of August, I think it is. That's not too long to wait. So what's that? A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks, yeah. Excellent. I'll check that out. I'll add that onto my list. Uh, have you got anything else we need to talk about before we move on to this week's film? I don't think so. No, nor me. Sh- shall we move on? Let's do it. Okay, let me my notes. This week we watched a film called Super Dark Times, and never has a name been more apt. Um, it is from 2017. It is a 15 Runs for one hour and 43 minutes and is currently rated at 6.6 on IMDb. Um, stars a guy called Owen Campbell as a character called Zach, who has been in a few things, nothing that I'd ever heard of. Um, I don't think he's like super famous. Unlike the other guy, the guy there's a guy in it called Charlie Tahan who plays Josh and you will have seen him because he's been in pretty much all the big, like, what? You know when TV shows just like ascend TV and they become like popular culture things? Sure. Things like Ozark has just done recently. Um, he's in that. He's right. also in Gotham. He's also who's in, Ca- in who's he in Gotham? He I've was a lot of that. Scarecrow. He's only in a oh, okay. few episodes, but he was that. Um, he's in Castle Rock for a few episodes. He was in Wayward Pines. Yeah, I watched that, which, which was a great show. That was. I think did they only do one season of that, but it was really good. They may have done two, and I can't remember. It was one or two, but it was well worth checking out. It's really yeah. good. Um, most famously, it was in I Am Legend as a child Okay. with Will Smith. So he's been around since he was a kid. And he's, like I say, he's done a lot of TV. This was like one of his first feature films. But he does a lot of those big, high-budget TV shows. Um, directed by a guy called Kevin Phillips. And this is his debut film. And written by a guy, or written by two guys, called Ben Collins and Luke Petrovsky. And they haven't also written anything film-wise before. So there's not much worth talking about with those guys. Uh, do you have a one-word review of Super Dark Times? Uh, it's not big, it's not clever, it's not funny, but <laughs> I am just going with dark. It's so dark. <laughs> Let's get this on the table to start with. This is Considering we did Zombievers last week, we are at the opposite end of the scale this week. To, yeah. a, to the extreme. This is a we're dark not, film. We're not finding much in the way of light-heartedness here, are we? <laughs> no, not at all. 
This film's called Super Dark Times, and watching it last night was a super dark time. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does the film start, Nick? Uh, well, we're at, I presume we're at dawn. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure at yeah, first yeah. if it was well, dusk or dawn, but due to what happens next, I presume it is early morning. Early morning. So we have got some beautiful scenic shots of a pretty sky and sort of all these trees silhouetted against it. Yeah. Um, and then we sort of pan across and the camera comes up on a school. Yes. And there is a broken window yep. and there is a trail of blood. Yeah, leading down a corridor. And that corridor leads to, was it a classroom or a lunchroom or? I think it was a classroom. There was a I lot think of desks was, in Yeah, there. there was a lot of desks and people in there. And inside this room is, now what was it? it was the, There was a dead animal in there. Or was, a dying a, animal in there. It was a deer. Yeah, I thought it was a deer. It was but a it was massive. Big was old like unit. A, <laughs> it was a book, wasn't it? It had full-on antlers and everything. So somehow this book has got through the window of the school, caused chaos in the school, and then died. Or well, no, it's still in alive, the middle of it? dying. It's, yeah, it's, it's very uh, laboriously uh, breathing, isn't it? Yeah. So the police turn up, and they clear everyone out of this school, and they... I don't want to say stomp on its head, but they stomp on its head. Yeah. Until it dies. Here's me expecting this police officer to whip his piece out. <laughs> and I mean his gun, sorry, just to clarify. <laughs> because, you know, because it's they, not like the police don't do that yeah, in the States. America and, and they carry guns. And I thought, fine, he's gonna put this uh he's gonna put this animal out of his misery. But but no, he curb stomps it. Yeah. Now, this isn't referenced again during this film. No. And it isn't mentioned at all by any of the characters in the film. Uh, could, well, only one of the characters in this film is there to witness it. Yeah. So what the fuck was going on? <laughs> I, I think you would say this is what you call laying down a marker. <laughs> yeah. For the rest of the movie. This film's going to be dark, here's a dead deer. Sure. <laughs> so the only person that witnesses this uh that we we will see throughout this this movie is a girl called Alison who's yeah. a student. Yeah, we'll learn more about her later on. So it cuts from there to two lads sitting in like a basement of a house and these are our two lads, Zach and Josh. And they're watching scrambled porn on the TV and discussing hot girls in the yearbook. So they're a couple yeah. of horny teen boys. What what they're bas- they're basically like, would you? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, all the way for even like to teachers and everything. What sort of when? What year are you placing this in? Uh, I'm Before saying this is this is nineties, mid early to mid nineties. Bill Clinton was president. Yeah. So yeah, it's got to be early to mid nineties, doesn't it? The TVs are all old, but it doesn't again doesn't mention doesn't give you that sort. Of... No one's no one's got a mobile phone. No, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, as to what happened. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking early to mid nineties. Yep, agreed. That's that was my thinking as well. But I I quite like that it didn't specifically say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm quite happy with it not being spelled out to me or biased. You didn't need it or anything. You can tell by the technology and the clothing and the fact that Bill Clinton's the president. Kind of gives it all away. You don't need to be spelled out any more than that, do you? Um, after. Going through this yearbook and doing this, they decide that they're going to go out, uh, go on their bikes and meet up with some friends. Well, they don't, they don't plan to meet up with these two other guys, do they? But they bump into them. 
Yeah, they're at like their local like Seven Eleven, aren't they? Yeah, just hanging out in the car park. But now these guys are not the cool guys in the school by any long by any stretch of the imagination. None no. of the four of them now. They're the nerds, aren't they? They're like yeah, sure. they're like the me and you. I was expecting yeah, so... a reaction from that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to defend yourself. No, no, no defense <laughs> from me. Um, so they they head into the shop and they for some random reason, decide to buy a packet of dried squid. They're trying to, like, they're in a small town, aren't they? Yeah, they're trying just... to find some excitement. Yeah. Uh, they meet up with these other two guys, so Daryl, who's who's in their school, and is it one of, is Daryl's friend or cousin or something? He's a younger lad, isn't he? So he goes yeah. to a different school for the rest of them. I think he was a cousin, uh, but it might have been just a mate. Yeah. Um. He's called Charlie. And, yeah, they're looking for something to do, so they're, they're, they're basically looking around the... Um, foreign foods section aren't they yeah and they buy some dried squid in a pack it looks like crisps but it's not so they'll try it none of them like it josh stomachs it to make himself look like the big guy um but the rest of them like spit it out zach really makes a big deal about spitting it out and after that they head off to like a closed bridge it's like a a road bridge that's been closed down they're talking aren't they about having just seen true lies on vhs yeah um, True Lies came out in 1994 oh, there you go then so, so there you go give it a year to go to VHS probably 95 um, yeah they head over to this bridge and I've, I've actually written here these are just some bored small town kids not causing any harm yeah for now and yeah they're just hanging out on this bridge they're just as boys do just they're just having shooting like, the shit and yeah throwing and actually I, I would say one of the things I liked about this movie was I thought it was quite a good representation from what I remember being a bored teenager with <laughs> in the 90s. Time on my hands because, you know, your classes are finished or whatever. Your parents aren't home for it. They're all like latchkey kids, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they've got nothing to do. Yeah. After a little while, they head their separate ways. Zosh, Josh and Zach. Zosh is their ship name. Um, <laughs> they, they head home together. Um, but they... Cross paths with some tough guys. Yeah. Some of the bigger boys. And one of them says to him, which might be the line of the film, turns to Josh and says, have you seen my cunt? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is he talking about? Uh, it turns out he means his girlfriend, which was nice. He starts abusing... There's a couple of them, isn't there? There's a, one guy called John yeah, who's got like blue hair. And they're just like, they're doing smoking weed on the corner. Of the, you know the kind. You've all met the type. Um, but they start abusing Josh's brother, who has joined the Marines. Yeah, he's not there. Yeah, he's yeah, he's away. He's an older brother. With Arnie. Yeah. With Arnie? Yeah. Sorry, it's an Arrested Development <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, they, they, they're they kind of abusing him, and they end up having a bit of a rock, don't they? Um, yeah, this is just uh, nothing. Nothing comes of it. it. It's, not, it's not a fight. It's just a bit of a handbags. Um, on the way past, they on the way home after that, they kind of go past Alison's house. They kind, of, both of them have a bit of a crush on Alison, don't they? Sure, and they do. They start telling stories about her, and one of them mentions a story about when she spilled a glue bottle all over her hands, and it was like white thick goo all over her hands, and it was. He says it was the most erotic moment of his life. Yeah, that's Josh who says that. Yeah, and uh, talking of Josh, so you obviously we said that this uh, Charlie to Han's been in quite a few other things yeah now i i I don't remember if it's if he normally wears glasses if that was just a thing for this movie 
uh, or indeed it was just the style of eyewear that he had in this movie. But I thought he was an absolute doppelganger for Martha Plimpton from the Goonies. <laughs> That's a great shout. And I could not get it out of my head. I hadn't spotted that, but that is a great shout. He really does. Like, they could be twins. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the same age. So her in the Goonies, yeah, probably like, like parenthood she was a bit old. But yeah, it, her in the Goonies and him in this. Yeah. I just, That's a great shout. He really exactly does. He's got the, the same, same facial features and everything. Check that out, everybody. That is true. That's a great spot. I'll give you that. Willem, we'll do a photo and maybe tweet them out. Tweet them out together. I'll do that. Uh, Yeah, so they're they're talking about Alison. And then one of them shouts something really loud outside the house. Is it penis? Just as like a joke. He shouts that really loud just to wind the other one up. Um, And they head home. Zach heads back to his house. Josh goes back with him, but then heads straight back to his house. Uh, Turns out, whilst Zach's been out, his mum's taken a call from Alison. Who has called for him? Yeah, which on the telephone? Yeah, on the telephone, which surprises landline. him. Landline. Have you even got a landline? I haven't even got a landline. Have you got a landline? Yeah, I've got one. Never use it. <laughs> Do you even know the number? No. Give it out. Find it and give it out on the podcast. See if anybody rings it. Be real. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to find it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Ring your mobile off it, and it'll come up on the screen. Oh yeah, of course it will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do it, and then we'll read it out next week and see if anybody calls you. That could be a quite funny game. I'm not doing We that. won't really do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so he returns the call to because he's a bit confused about why Alison would call him because he says earlier on in the film that they've been hanging out, but they're not like close friends. Yeah, it's a bit um, out of the blue for him, isn't yeah, it? It's, yeah, he wasn't expecting it at all. So he returns the call. And his mum's really typical, like, yeah. oh, a girl's rang. <laughs> I thought she was really good, actually, his mum. She was, yeah, she was sweet. She was kind of the only adult in it as well, isn't she? And she yeah, because you, you never see her dad, do you? So you don't know no. if he's absent or garden or that never comes up no you never really you, you see josh's mum briefly in one scene yeah there's barely i think she is the only adult in it or very very there aren't many there's a couple of teachers that speak but you don't actually see them so yeah yeah that's, that is about it um yeah so she's kind of hanging around while and zach and allison are having this conversation and it turns out eventually that she invites him to her birthday party which she's having at another girl's house yep. uh, towards the end of the week. And she invites Josh as well. Yeah, he said, both both of you, come along. Yeah. We're just going to, we're just going to, a few people together and watch a few movies, I think she said. Yeah. Like I, at this point, because I, I knew from the synopsis last week that this was a film about betrayal of two friends. And I was like, oh, I bet he doesn't invite him. And I bet that's what it's all about. That goes to the party I, without him. And I, I thought could exact- not have been more wrong. <laughs> I thought exactly the same thing. And do you know what? I thought, who who would be such a low life to make a pact to agree to go to parties with their friend and then not tell them about it? Fucking scumbags. That's who would do that. But that didn't happen. But that didn't happen. I've, that's as dark as I thought this film was going to get and it was a heck of a lot darker. Um. Anyway, the next morning where you go to the school, we'll go with them to school, and you can tell at this point that Zach is falling head over heels for Alison. He's kind of giving her doe eyes as she's talking to a teacher. And that's kind of the only scene you get at school that day. It kind yeah, of moves this, through the days quite quickly at the beginning. So I I just wanted to mention something here, because something really weird happens. Yeah. And there's a few of these occurrences in this movie that really added to the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, so... There was this kind of 
ominousness around everything. And part of that was that, like, a bit like in I Kill Giants, you had this, uh, you had lots of big trees, you know, it's it's foggy all the time, yeah. it's grey, it's drizzly. Um, but at this point, this kid runs through the corridor. Yeah. <laughs> in a soccer kit, football kit, sorry. <laughs> and he is howling. Crying his like, eyes out. Like almost screaming, and it is never referenced, and they kind of just a couple of people look at each other, uh, and this kid just yeah steamrollers down the middle of the school corridor. Um, I'd forgotten all about that, but yeah, you're right, that did happen. It was it was really weird. Uh, there's another one later as well where the in the library, and there's a girl just yeah goes schizo at a librarian. So there's like <laughs> there's something weird going on in this town. And it's it's it those little things just I thought really added to it. Yeah, that's true. I I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that kid, but that you're right. That is weird. How weird. Um, after that, they after school that day, they are with Daryl again, and yeah. the other guy. Char- is it Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. Yes. Um, they're kind of hanging around after school. They're at Josh's house. They are. Yeah, I've written at this point. Daryl is a douchebag. Oh yeah, so he's he's like the the chubby kid who's just like dropping f bombs. Yeah, he thinks he's cool. Yeah, he's he's a he's a knobhead. <laughs> he is he is an absolute knobhead. Um, they head up to Josh's older brother's room, which has been kind of left since because they say he's been gone in the navy now for a couple of years. Yeah, and it's kind of been left as it was, and they all like they love it in there. They, they think it's like the cool older brother's room. Like all the cool shits in there. He's got some nunchucks. Um, Daryl finds a bag of weed. Yeah, there's like pictures of girls, boob, boobs on the ceiling, boobs and, stuff, and bums. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daryl finds a bag of weed, which he's desperate to smoke because he's never done it before, and he wants to be one of the cool guys. Uh, but Josh is like, no, not happening, not a chance. That's my brother's. He'll know about it when he gets back. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, they decide they want to go out and you play with the nunchucks, but Josh says, oh, I've, I've, he's got something even cooler than that. And he gets this like samurai sword out. Yeah, it's hidden in the golf clubs. Yeah. And he's like, we can go and chop shit in half with this because that's what that would be really cool. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, me and my brother used to do it all the time. Yeah. We'd, we'd go and chop milk cartons. Yeah, and fill milk cartons with water and then chop them in half. And that's what they start doing. They head out to this like field in the middle of nowhere with the sword. And there's some really nice arty shots of this samurai sword going through the milk cartons and it's, it's clearly quite sharp because it, it yeah. cuts them clean in half um while the three guys are doing this so daryl's kind of snuck away and hidden in the background a little bit and he started smoking the weed yeah he's a lazy fuck isn't he yeah so he's just sitting watching them <laughs> yeah and josh eventually well zach spots it first and he tries to calm josh down before josh has even noticed he's like look chill out don't do anything don't do anything stupid um, but Josh loses his shit a little bit, and they end up rowing. Yeah. Also, also, so both of them completely overreact. Yeah. So, so they've both clearly got big anger issues here. Yeah, I don't think um, they really like each other. No, I think Daryl and Zach are more mates than Josh and Zach. And I think Josh was just looking for an excuse to get rid of him because he is a yeah. dick. There's no two ways about it. Daryl is not bad. Um, and they do, they start having, they're not fighting at this stage, but they, they are like having war just of words, aren't they? Just arguing, yeah. you know how boys do. And Daryl starts to walk away. No, 
does it Josh that starts to walk away? One of them starts to walk away. And it's Josh. Josh starts to walk away and Daryl comes up behind him and punches him in the back of the head. Yeah. And which obviously lights the touch paper and Josh pulls the sword on him. Yes. Just as like as a like a defense not as even a defensive thing, just as like a I've got the power here, leave me alone, fuck off, basically. Um but Daryl keeps going and they end up scrambling around with each other and fighting. Yeah. And Josh trips backwards and Daryl falls on the sword. Yeah, it goes right through his neck. It goes right through his neck. And he's like screaming and gargling and there's blood going everywhere. The blood's all over Josh. Everybody's freaking out now. Zach's freaking out. And it's like, it's really intense. Because you're like, it is, yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ, this is like the scariest situation. How quick it all happened to change these guys' lives that quickly. Daryl ends up lying on his back with the sword sticking out of his neck, pointing up into the sky. Charlie decides, well, we need to take it out. No, Zach... Was so it Zach, Zach that said it? Zach says, we need to take it out. Charlie's like, no, no, leave it in there. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. Unfortunately, Zach does pull it out. <laughs> and, yeah, there is a spray of arterial blood. Yeah. Uh, and then Daryl hops up. Yeah, Daryl just gets up as if nothing's happened. And he starts running. He, he does, yeah. And... He's bleeding from the neck. He's holding. He's gargling blood at the same time. There's blood pouring out of his neck. He's running away from them. They're chasing him down. It's it's so mental. It's so intense. Um, they turn a corner and they find him, and he's kind of just like face down in some leaves under this yep. tree. Zach kind of goes up to him. Josh sit kneels down next to him as well, and he's dead. Unfortunately, he has not survived this neck stabbing. Zach throws up as you would. Uh, Josh starts freaking out completely, um, screaming it was an accident, it was an accident, blah, blah, blah. Um, suddenly, Zach starts throwing leaves over Daryl. Yeah. He makes this decision like, very quickly. He's like, yeah, we're, right, let's cover him up. Yeah. But I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's where we're going? Yeah, that's what they decide to do. And uh, eventually, all three of them agree. Charlie even agrees. And oh, he's stone cold, he is. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's, he, he sort of hops up behind him. He's like... Oh yeah, and we need to hide this. Yeah, with, and he's got, and he's the, got sword. the sword. <laughs> so they throw the sword. It's like—is it like a well or a? It's kind of like a cavern, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or the a... entrance to a sort of little cave. Yeah, somewhere it's not going to be found anyway. Um, and they completely covers uh, Daryl's body up in leaves. And I'm like, I did not expect this. At this point, I was like, Jesus, this is going to be a crazy film from now on. Um, it's that's super dark to accidentally kill your friend and then decide to bury his body all in the space of three or four minutes. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, they head their separate ways after this point. Uh, Zach's left with Daryl's bike. So he's decided, he's like, Josh takes Daryl's bag, doesn't he? Yeah. And Zach ends up with the bike. So he's like, I'll hide the bike. We'll get rid of the bike. So he, we kind of left with Zach then and he takes the bike and he hides it under this like bridge, I guess. Yeah, he's taking it to like a train. Yeah, some I don't know if they're abandoned, but yeah, he's un- under a train, train bridge. railway bridge, isn't yeah. he? And he kind of hides the bike under there, and then he loses it a little bit, and he starts punching the wall, and he smashes his hand up quite badly. Uh, he heads home, and when he gets there, Al- he, he, he kind of looks down, doesn't he? He's like, "Oh shit, shit. I've left blood all like, over." There's blood all over the wall <laughs> so, now. So he then has to go and ditch the bike somewhere else. Yeah. Um, eventually, he heads home, and when he gets there, Alison's there waiting for him. His mum's his, his mum's let her in. 
And he's obviously not quite in his right frame of mind at this point because he's sure. just seen one of his friends get murdered. He doesn't tell Alison to leave, but he kind of goes, oh, I'm going to my room. And she follows, because he's hurt his hand as well. He's in agony. Yeah. <laughs> so she kind of follows him and they almost kiss. They sit on his bed and he starts crying, doesn't he? And yeah, he does, yeah. He puts his head on her shoulder. She thinks it's just because he's hurt his hand and he's been a bit of a wuss. Um, but they don't kiss. They, he kind of pulls away at the last minute and she leaves. Yeah, she says, oh, yeah, I couldn't stay for long, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but then his mum comes in and, and he's, she's like, right, let's have a look at this. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, you've you've fucked this up. <laughs> Your hand was fucked. He tells her he's fell off his bike, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and in the next scene, he's lying in bed and he's got his hand in plaster. So they've yeah, obviously so been to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes past, he's been to hospital, he's got his hand plastered up. Uh, the next day, Josh doesn't turn up for school, uh, which kind of freaks Zach out a little bit. He's like, we need to be more normal. We need to behave as if nothing's yep. happened. So after school, he heads over to Charlie's school, which is a different school, because he wants to like get their story straight, which makes sense. Uh, but Charlie, dismi- Charlie, like you said earlier, is stone cold. He's like, Fuck off. Go away. Don't talk to me ever yeah, again. We're not friends. We're n- if anybody says, we're not friends. We've, we don't know each other. Because they've got no ties. Yeah. I think they've all known Daryl for quite a while. But there's no tie between Zach and Josh and Charlie. No. Zach kind of takes out any strides. Like, fair enough. And he heads over to Josh's house. Uh, but Josh ignores him. They don't communicate at that point. We don't see Josh no. for a little while. Um, no, we don't. He kind of disappears. Uh, he heads home. Zach come, Zach's mum comes into his bedroom later on and tells him that do you remember that kid Daryl you used to play with when you were a kid and his mum's just called me he's gone missing and she obviously when his mum called she mentioned that he she thought he was at Josh's house but Jack's like uh, Zach's like no I haven't seen him for years he's not he's not been at Josh's house yeah he's uh, he outright lies he's yeah, just, exactly. yeah I was with jo- I was with Josh all day he wasn't it was there. only the two of us yeah so his mum's like oh something weird's going on so she tells him to like stay close to the house be careful don't go too far. Then we get the first of one of a couple, two or three dream sequences. Yeah. Um, and Josh, I'm going to get that. Their names are so similar. I'm going to get them mixed up all the time. Zach gets woken up. This isn't a dream by a banging on his bedroom door. But when he gets there, there's nobody there. So he heads off into the lounge looking for his mum, but there's nobody in this house. And when he turns back, dead Daryl's standing there. Dead Daryl. Dead Daryl. <laughs> um, cut away for a minute and cut back and Zach is lying on the floor and dead Daryl's sitting on him. Yeah, he's like, and, he's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, Yokozuna, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> Niche 90s wrestling reference, I love it. Well, yeah, he'd have been around at this time. <laughs> yeah, he would have, yeah, pretty um, much. And it's Christmas as well, yeah, by the way. Yeah, the whole film's set <laughs> so, at Christmas. There's, there's fairy lights everywhere. This is a Christmas um, film. Yeah, sure, of course it is. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Dad, Dead Daryl's just like um, squishing him. Yeah, he's bleeding. Zach's bleeding quite heavily as well from this. So, and then suddenly he wakes up, but he's in absolute agony. His stomach's cramping for some reason. Um, he screams for his mum. Absolutely, because the way he's acting, it's like he was in pure pain. Yeah. Um, and he reveals that he hasn't eaten anything for a couple of days now, and that he's taken some sleeping pills. Yeah, so he's just got. He's losing his mind. Cramps. Is, is yeah, what's yeah. happening? <laughs> as you would, I think. It's, Pretty normal. I guess it's cool the next day. Everybody's talking about missing Daryl. Um, there's even an announcement comes over the tannoy um, by the principal that Daryl's missing. 
and if anybody sees him, blah, blah, blah. Um, while that announcement's going on, did you notice the weird thing that went on with this girl with the pen behind him? Yeah, so this was another <laughs> thing, which it, it, I just found it really freaky. So It was creepy. Be- yeah, exactly. The girl sitting behind Zach in, in class yeah. has got like a, a, ball pe- a ballpoint <laughs> pen. Yeah. But it's one of those that you click up and down. Yeah. So she's kind of, she's clicking it up and down and she's, well, she's making sex noises. Yeah. There's no, she, no two ways. Two ways <laughs> she's ways when Harry met Sally, isn't it? And yeah. She's, she, yeah. And she's making this pen look erotic. But only Zach is seeing it. Yeah. And she's never in it before no. or since. No, it's just one of those and other it, weird things that happens in that weird school. Yeah. In this weird town. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no reference to why this is such a weird town. But it is a weird town. It's at least a weird school. The the other thing that that was weird for me, and it'll come up a bit later, but we've already seen it once, is this bridge. Yeah. So so when they, they walked over there, when there were still the, the four of them, and, and it's all shut off, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, thinking back to your Truman Show, it's a bit like that, isn't it? You're not it's leaving. Like, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, maybe. So, so it like adds to this... this weirdness of this place uh, and again none of this is stated but it's just these weird things are just put in there and it really adds to the atmosphere it, i really like it that. does because it really like throws your mind off because you think you're going in one direction and then it's like well that's weird and it almost makes it darker that this creepy weird stuff's going on as well as well as the really dark stuff that is going on Just after that, he goes back to see Josh again, and this time Josh does see him. Uh, but Josh is in. Josh is not in a good way. Zach tells him that he wants to go back to the site where it all happened, just to make sure that everything's in order. I guess. I think he says, "I want to check on Daryl." Yeah, <laughs> basically. And and Josh is like, "No, you, no. Why would why we go would, back? Yeah. That is a ridiculous idea." Yeah. Josh Zach starts screaming at Josh at this point as well. He's like, "It was a fucking accident." He's screaming at him. Josh reveals that he's still got Daryl's stuff that's hidden in the house somewhere, so there's no need to worry about that. Yeah, so that's his like his school bag, I presume, and his whatever. Yeah, his school stuff. Yeah. They decide eventually that they should still go to the party, don't they? Because the, Alison's yeah. party is still coming up. So they they need to still go to that to maintain this air of normality. Um, then we get the second of the weird dream sequences. Um, Zach, in the dream, goes back to where Daryl's body is. Yeah. Um, but when he gets there, it's Alison's body lying on the well, Alison's lying where Daryl was. She's not dead. Yeah, she's not dead. Um she's lying there in her underwear. Zach's suddenly in his underwear. And they start making out to start with, I guess, and then eventually they start doing the naughty. The sword's kind of hanging above them as they're doing it. It is. So the camera pans back and the sword's just in midair hanging above. Hanging, them. And then it pans back even further and Josh is watching. Yeah. It was re- that was really creepy. <laughs> Sure. Really dark. Um, but then suddenly Zach wakes up. He's actually in school. He's in class. One of the teachers wakes him up. And he says to the teacher, can I go to the bathroom? I need to clean up. And it turns out that he's... Um, how do I put this? Made a mess of his... Sex dream. <laughs> he's made a mess of his trousers. You can say <laughs> sex dream. Sorry. <laughs> um, so he goes to the bathroom to clean himself up. In the library later that day, Zach's kiss sign is sitting in the library. This is, I think, where your scene you mentioned earlier happens. Oh, yeah, um, with the crazy girl. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time as that's happening, Josh overhears a conversation from another group of kids, and they're talking about Josh, and apparently he's just called a teacher a cunt, 
10 minutes ago. I've said cunt yeah. three times now in this episode. That's really bad. Um, That's a new record. <laughs> Two of them were quotes. Fine. Yeah, true. And one of them was just talking about the other time I said it. And yeah, so he's been sent to the office. This all happened 10 minutes ago. So Zach heads over to the office and Josh is there. So something's kicking off. He kind of hangs around yeah. for a bit, but he doesn't hang around for long enough, I don't think. No, and so far this plan of acting normal is not going very well. <laughs> it really isn't at all. Um, then we cut to Alison's party. So Alison's now having her birthday party. This is at Megan's house. I don't know why it's not at Alison's house, but it's not. It's at Megan's house. I, I think it is addressed because I think Megan says her parents are away. She does. It's, you're it's right. Something like no, that. She right. Because it was supposed to be a get together, just of a few mates, but it's now turned into a party because her parents have gone away. You're right. She yeah, it's it, it's a rager, isn't it? Yeah, it's a proper high school party. Um, when Zach gets there, Josh is already there, and they're all kind of sitting around just chatting, I guess, in this yep. area. And Josh gives Alison the weed, the what's left over of the weed from earlier on as yep. like a birthday present. So they all start smoking it. They actually use Bible pages yeah, they do. <laughs> to smoke it with. Zach doesn't want us to get involved in that, so he leaves. John's there, isn't he? So the, yep. the guy with the blue hair. Yeah, the bully guy who, who we met earlier. Earlier he was a bully. Yeah. And, and he's so impressed with this stuff uh, that he says to Josh... Can you can you hook me up yeah. with the guy? Can you get me some more? That you got this from. Is that, that the point where Josh um, says I'm the guy, or is that like, no, no? That's no, later that's on. Right. So so Josh says yeah yes yeah I'll speak to me in the morning and we'll we'll yeah yeah I'll, I'll put you in touch with him. Um, as Zach leaves, Allison kind of runs after him because it's quite clear now as well that Allison's got a crush on him as well. It's, so she's she is the um. She's wearing the trousers. Yeah. So she is now actively pursuing Zach. Yeah. Um, and it's come at a very bad time. <laughs> it really has. It's going to come at a worse time for him. And um, they go to kiss again, but they accidentally clash heads this time. And so Zach pulls away. He'd, for some reason, he won't kiss her. He can't kiss her. No. Next morning at school, back at school, Zach gets word that John has been killed. John is now dead. Yeah. Because he has. Somebody says to him, have you heard about that kid that's died? So he instantly thinks, oh shit, somebody's found Daryl's body. But it turns out that John is dead. Um, Zach obviously knows that John was going to meet Zach, uh, Josh the next morning. Uh, and John has met a grisly end, somehow, Yeah. Uh, on the aforementioned bridge. bridge. Yeah. Abandoned bridge, so or closed bridge. He's either fallen, jumped, or been pushed off this bridge. Nobody knows at this point. Um... Alison, Zach asks Alison for one of her friend's phone numbers. It gets a bit convoluted here because... Yeah, it took me a while to work out who he was... <laughs> he was trying to get hold of Charlie, but yes. Alison, his friend... Knows Charlie's sister. With Charlie's sister. So he asks Alison for Charlie's sister's phone number, which she gives him eventually. Um, she tells him... She gives him her new landline phone number first and says, ring me tonight, I'll give it to you. Alison at this point also thinks that she's now she she can clearly see there's a rift between Zach and Josh. Yeah, and she sort of says, "Oh, have I broke you up?" Yeah, basically. Am, am I the reason so, that you guys have fallen out? So again, they're, clearly they're not acting normal because other people have now started yeah. to notice yeah. that their relationship has changed. Yes, and, and she's not wrong. No, she's she completely is one, not wrong. She <laughs> is one of the reasons. Yeah, but also big fat dead Daryl <laughs> is and now quite big, a big reason. and now blue haired dead John. Yeah. Um, 
Zach goes home that night after leaving Alison and his mum's not there. So he instantly just grabs his flashlight out of a drawer and he heads back to the scene of the crime to where Daryl was killed. Yeah. Um, Daryl's not covered anymore. His body's just lying there now. The leaves have all blown away. Um, but also the sword is gone. It is yes. not where they left it. Um, so he heads, Zach heads home after that and he calls Charlie because he's now got this number from Alison. And... Charlie's like, what the fuck? Why are you ringing me? We don't know each other. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and Zach handles that quite well because he's like, you're the only one who knows. I need to sound this out with you. Because Zach thinks that Josh has killed John. Yeah. So he's like, look, he basically he does what he says. He says, I've got to say this out loud. Yeah. Or I'm going to go insane. I've just got to tell you what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, and he basically explains to Charlie that he thinks Josh has gone back. He's took the sword. Yeah. Um, he's messed with yeah because Daryl's body was, I body. didn't say that Daryl's body was all chopped up well not chopped up but um, slashed yeah like his fingers were off yeah. and stuff like that which at first I just thought was like maybe down to animals yeah. and stuff which maybe it was and that's like a good bit of misdirection possibly um, because we're still not sure no you know what what's going on here with Josh uh, and and yeah so Zach's saying I think I think Zach's uh, Josh is <laughs> you're doing it now Zach and Josh <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Josh has took the sword um, he's he's messed with the body and then he has killed John. Yeah, that's that's Zach's theory. Um, Charlie and Charlie's just like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Charlie's like I don't give a shit. I don't know you people. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Get out of my life. And he hangs up eventually. Um, and th- is that the last time we saw Charlie? I think it yeah, is. I think so. Yeah, I think he's done now. Um, Zach mum, Zach mum, Zach's mum comes home at this point. She's got Josh in tow though. She's with Josh. So we now know that Zach thinks Josh is a murderer and now Josh is here. Zach tells Josh that he went back and that the sword's gone and Josh kind of doesn't react well to that Um, he says you don't know how I feel and then storms off. They have have another row basically. The next I'm kind of rushing through this but there's a lot going on in this an awful lot going on in this and we'll get to it at the end, we'll we'll pick it apart at the end but Yeah you you got a couple of things happening concurrently yeah now. especially in this um, third act because it's so it goes mental from here yeah so so zach uh is is looking for some proof to his theory basically isn't yeah he? so just the next day now he's um he finds himself outside josh's house yes uh and there's no there's no one there yeah uh when he knocks the door so he lets himself in yeah he, know, he knows, where the, knows where the key is so he does uh it's because it's always under the doormat always um and he's looking for the sword, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he can't find it. No. So he looks through uh, Josh's room, can't find it. Can't find anything. Um, and then he happens to be leaving uh, and he notices on the the answer machine. It's like the received calls. It's yeah, like it's... the ignite is box next to the phone, <laughs> isn't it? It's like a call logger, yeah. It's like... Yeah. What's... um Going back to Scream, she had one in the beginning of Scream 2. Neve Campbell's character it's like just basically yeah. caller ID thing isn't it it keeps a log of who's called or who you have been calling and Alison's number's on there which yeah. he knows because it's written in big letters on his plaster because she wrote it on his arm um, so Josh has and, called Alison uh, and we we know no no ours is the way around oh okay you think so Alison called Josh because yes because the, I thought the film was quite specific in in pointing out that to our knowledge Alison has not given Josh her number. Yeah, no, you're right. But she did give it to Zach. Yeah. So this number has dialed Josh's house. Yeah. 
fair play. And that would make more sense about why it would be on the display as yeah. well. Um, Zach kind of, he kind of freaks out at that point because he, he thinks now that his best mate's a murderer. Yeah. And so he races over. He's like... And he's also jealous. Yeah, massively. <laughs> um, so he races over to Alison's house. Um, he bangs on the door, but as he opens the door, we kind of go back in time a little bit and she's answering the door to Josh. So that's happening at the same time. But I presume that Josh was at Megan's house. Yeah. Because Zach gets the brother when... Jack, Zach gets Alison's brother when the door opens. Yeah, and, me, yeah so meanwhile, uh, Josh has gone to Megan's house and this is the house that had the party at. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Megan and Alison answer the door to him. Yeah. So Zach's so at Zach the wrong house, basically. the wrong place. Yeah. yeah. Josh is also carrying something <laughs> very suspiciously sword-shaped wrapped in a beach towel, yeah, by the way. which nobody questions. She asks him, well, what have you got no. the towel for? But he says, oh, I'll tell you later. Um, randomly, then he downs a pint of milk, Josh does. Yeah. Don't, don't know why. Uh, and then he heads, he hands them the milk, the, the milk. Here, have some milk. <laughs> he hands them, <laughs> he gives them the weed, the two girls. And he won't smoke it with them to start with. And she, uh, Alison pushes him. She's like, what is that that you've got there? And he's like, oh, I'll show you now. And he gets his sword out. That sounds wrong. He unwraps his sword from the towel and gets that out. And Megan grabs it and she starts playing with it a little bit. Yeah, she's quite impressed. She's like, oh, this is well cool. This this is his sword, by the way, not his penis. The way I've just described <laughs> that makes it sound like his penis. Um, yeah, she's just playing around with his sword. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. You're getting a long shot now of Zach running down the street at full pelt, because he knows where Megan lives. Obviously, he's been there before. Um, he lets himself into the house, Zach does, because nobody answers. Yeah, he does. Um, and he, grab- he knows something's going on, because nobody's like there so he grabs a poker from the fireplace or it's more like a spade one of the little yeah, fire it's spades like the, the mini mini shovel isn't it <laughs> he grabs that fire and he had kind of fire spade he heads upstairs and he can hear noises like banging around like muff- yeah you can't you can't really uh pinpoint what's happening it, but there's like muffled it, noises and a bit of banging it could be bad noises it could be sex noises that's i think that's yeah. what they're trying to tell you um Turns out it's not the it's not sex noises. Um, Josh has got Alison tied up in the room. Is Megan dead or are Megan's on the bed in a bad way? She, she's on the bed. There's a lot of blood. Yeah, yeah. Zach kind of runs back out into the street, screaming for help because Josh won't let. He can't get in the room because it's all barricaded. No, it's, it's like barricaded. So the door he runs out into the street. He's screaming for help. Nobody comes running. He climbs up a car or a van. And goes to the yeah. first floor window and breaks in through the window. Um, but when he's got there, Josh is gone. So he unties Alison. She's kind of hyperventilating on the floor. He never checks on Megan, so I'm presuming Megan's dead. Um, and then he goes downstairs. He, go, he takes his little spade with him and he goes to find Josh. And Josh attacks him from behind with the sword, slices his back. Um, and they have a bit of a sword fight, don't they, with the spade? Yeah. <laughs> He he manages Zach manages to get a few good blocks in with the fire spade. Yeah. Um, um, but then Josh swings this sword at his head and he manages to cut his head, doesn't he? Well, yeah, and and I really like the the use of um of of the cast here. So 
I like that this paid off here because because Zach kind of gets his arm up to defend himself. Yeah. So the the cast on his arm actually takes the blunt of the yeah. blow from the sword. Yeah. It does cut his head as well, but it the, the, the yeah, cast does, takes but, most of the punishment. But the cast has stopped the sword being embedded yeah. in his skull, and instead, it just causes Josh to sort of as he's pulling the sword out of the cast, it it pulls along his scalp, doesn't yeah. it? So he's he's got a nasty cut, <laughs> but he's not got a sword he's, embedded in his yes, brain. Yes, exactly. So. Um, Zach gets up and he manages to run. He manages to leg it out into the garden. Uh, Josh manages to take another swipe at him. Cuts him. I think he cuts him on the back again. Yeah, it takes gets him on the shoulder. Doesn't yeah, he? and it ends up with Zach lying on the floor and Josh standing above him. And Josh takes the sword down into his leg, and he kind yeah. of stabs him in the leg, and he's burying it in his leg. And Zach is screaming. He's, and he's yeah, he, acting he, his ass off. <laughs> yeah, and, and Josh is like turning the sword, isn't yeah. he? Whilst it's in his leg. Um, they fight a bit more. Josh gets on top again and he's trying to... He strangles Zach at this point. And he's got his yeah. hands around his throat. And luckily for Zach, a friendly neighbour comes by and he manages to pull Josh away. Yeah. And he's hold, this man's holding Josh. And Zach just sucker punches him and knocks him clean out. Cut to the next scene. We're coming towards the end of the film now. Cops are absolutely everywhere all around this house. Uh, there must be five... Between five and ten cop cars, I think. Um, Zach's being treated by a medic, an ambulance guy, lady. And Josh is sitting in a cop car, in the back of a cop car, just looking all broody. Uh, Alison gets pulled out onto a stretcher. Yeah. And Josh kind of, you can see Josh and he's sitting in the car and then he just backs away. So he, he kind of disappears. In the next scene, Alison is back at school. She's there yeah. on her own. Um, she's got a She's got some sort of scar on the back of her neck, which she covers up with her hair. And the film ends. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I've got a question. Go for it. Me too. So, I, I think I really liked the fact that we never found out what happened to Zach and Josh. Yeah. Now, I think with Josh, it's pretty cut and dried. He's killed... <laughs> he's, ki- he's killed... Um, he's killed this girl. He's attempted to kill his friend. Yeah. He's he's off. He's gone. Yeah. Um. But we don't get any resolution to the whole Daryl situation. Yeah. Which I find is a really interesting choice. So clearly, with the last scene where Alison's back in school, there is someone else sitting behind her where Josh sat previously. Yeah. So has she moved schools, or has he not come back to school? Yeah. Something's something's changed in the dynamic of the school, but I don't know. It's. There isn't a lot of resolution to the whole film. No. My my biggest question is why halfway through this film did Josh turn into a serial killer? There's a lot that happens <laughs> off screen. A lot of it happens off screen, yeah. For a couple of reasons. So so we don't because we're following Zach, we do not see Josh unravel. No. So it it is a bit of a leap that he is suddenly a sword wielding man. You would almost say that his his character isn't quite developed enough to earn it. And yes. I'm not taking anything away from the film, but it it came a bit out of nowhere that suddenly John's dead. Suddenly Josh is an axe a sword wielding maniac that's killed another girl and tried to kill another one, and it just kind of happened in the third act. And it was like it was it was a bit weird. And it's really tense, and it's 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 well directed and, and really well acted. But yeah, I I agree. I think it is a fair criticism that that is a big leap that happens. Yeah. and you're you're right. And it, 
at the time you you do kind of go with it. Yeah, because it is re- it is really dramatic and tense. It's so tense, but but it's a massive leap. It is a massive leap, but like you say, all of Josh's character happens off screen. He's barely in it after the Daryl yeah. murder. He's barely in it, so you don't know. And I think this is what this film's trying to say: is that you don't know what he's going through, because all you know is what Zach's going through. So you can see it from Zach's eyes. At no point do we know what Josh is going through because Josh was the one who killed Daryl. So yeah, he. Did he get a taste for blood? That, and he was like, well, I quite enjoyed killing that guy. I'm going to kill a couple more. Or did he just simply lose his mind? And Yeah. You don't you don't learn that, but I quite like the fact that you don't know that. Because it's told from the other perspective. Does that make sense? So it's like, it, it does. And, and there's a lot of um, loose ends. That we're given hints about Josh yeah. that... You, you can maybe make some decisions yourself. So, for instance, his brother, who's not been around, yeah. who we're told is in the Marines. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, exactly. Is he? Does he even... It'll, yeah. Is he alive? Is he in the Marines and he got... It, is he on active duty? Or is he... Is this a family tragedy thing? You know? Yeah. There's nothing there. We don't know. So there's a lot of... You, there's a lot of conclusions that you're left to draw yourself. Yeah, you have to tell um, a lot of this story yourself. You're left, especially Josh's story. You're left to tell that story into your own head. You get like one glimpse of his mother, don't yeah. you? Who's like a little old lady, and Josh says a couple of times, "Oh, I just said that I was ill, and she lets me stay off." Yeah. So, again, there's not, there's clearly not a, again, and there's not a father that we see. So, there's not a stable family unit there. Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on that we don't see. Is that? Um, and if, do you think that's intentional? That the 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 film's trying to tell you is that we're following Zach. We're seeing the work, and Zach's almost like a selfish character because he isn't checking up on his mate all the time, and he isn't making sure that he's all right. And what we're finding out that is that he isn't, and that maybe if he'd have, the story is maybe if he'd have been there for him a bit more. This I don't know if it's happened, necessarily but... selfish because he's because he's going through you know, it as well. But... Yeah, and it was him who made that decision to cover the body. Yeah, you know they didn't have a conversation. Like, well, what should we do? Yeah. Or it just happened. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if it's selfish, but yeah, it's it's a very deliberate choice to keep Josh off camera. Yeah, and his motivations off camera. Um. Did you do? any sort of reading after this. No, because, I only watched it last night, so... Yeah, so... There is a bit of a theory, which I don't subscribe to, I must say, okay. that Alison was behind the whole thing. Right. Because she was the only person at, who saw this deer at the start of the film. Yeah. And she didn't look away. No. And she was kind of like... People are reading a lot into it, but people are saying, oh, you know, she was... She was like, um, she was interested, and she she stood and watched that deer got getting curb stumped, which she did. Um, you know, and and the other big thing is we have no idea what happened at that party after Zach left. No, that's true. And and what Josh and Allison got up to, because uh, there's there's a theory that he actually took her out to the woods. Oh, really? And showed her showed her the body, and again she was kind of intrigued by that. Then. And she doesn't. She does get away pretty. That is a pretty Scott. That is a huge stretch. That's 
that's, yeah, I think if that's so, yeah. true, then that's this film telling you to tell yourself a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I think as well. I, I don't buy it. I, I, I think it's an interesting discussion point, but um, that's that's like the film going right. Here's the basic line of a story. You, yeah. you tell the rest of you it. You make up the yeah. rest. But you don't think that's this film is that. I think it's more a case of it's telling you Josh is falling apart, but Zach is missing this because of his maybe because of his obsession with Alison and his love for Alison that he's missed the fact that his best friend's fallen apart or is yeah. in the middle of falling apart. I mean, what I took from the end is that obviously Josh has been carted away. Zach is probably having to go and do some time as well because you know obviously everything will have come yeah, out of that barrel. Yeah. Um, and, and Alison's the one back at school. Yeah, I think that's all the ending's telling you. I think so. I don't so. think it's anything more than that. The, the, the scene with the deer at the beginning, the scene with the crying kid in the corridor, the girl in the library, the girl with the pen, they're all weird. Yeah. It's, none of that is any part of the story. It's almost filler, but it, it adds to the creepiness completely well, same with the same with the abandoned bridge yeah. as well that you can't get out of town uh you know their details their little things that are memorable but really add to the some of the parts it's a it's a super dark time this film super dark times. overall then what what we're saying so if you'd have asked me as soon as i'd finished watching this yes. i think i liked it a lot more than I'm, as i'm talking about it right let's get into that I, when we i did when we yeah, when, when we do the stream table, we'll get into that. Let's, have you got? A, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. As um, well. If enjoyed's the right word, but yeah, yeah. Let's do the trivia. It wasn't and we'll, what I we'll, come, we'll come back to this when we go into the stream table bit. What's have you got oh. a trivia question? Uh, yes. Have you got more than one? Yes. I've only got one. So shall I go first? Yes. Please. <laughs> What's the score? Eight. Eight five. Okay. Um, the point in the film where. Zach calls Charlie and Charlie doesn't want yep. to know. Charlie's playing a computer game when the phone rings. What game is he playing? <laughs> okay. Now, this isn't... It's not like it's going to be something really random, like some random 90s Nintendo film. This is a really famous game that is... Okay, I'm not sure, so I'll give it a guess. easily identifiable by its look to anybody. Is it Street Fighter 2? No. Ah, I don't was, know. I was just. It guess. was Minesweeper. Oh shit! Yes, of course <laughs> it was. It was. Randomly, I remember now. So it must be ninety-five because that was part of Windows ninety-five. I've jumped in too quick. I reckon I might have got that <laughs> if I'd have thought about it for thirty seconds. It was Minesweeper, randomly. Yeah, I do remember. Good. I'm glad you got that wrong. No offense. <laughs> now can I get this right? I've got two. Go on, pick one. Do you want a? <laughs> Right, okay, right, we'll go this one. So, I thought it was quite a memorable line in the oh, movie. God. So, just after, so just before um, Josh and Zach round the corner and they're confronted by these bullies near the start of the film. Yeah. After they've been uh, mucking around on the bridge with the other two. Yeah. Um, Josh says to Zach that a girl in their year called Cindy Maples has gone to hospital do you know why she went to hospital? No. Um, she. They were talking a lot. They had a lot of sex talk at the beginning. Yeah. Is it? So it's one of these like urban legend type things. A sex game gone wrong. She 
taken too big a dick? I don't know. <laughs> You're on the right lines, but there's a specific reason why she is in hospital. Allegedly. <sighs> she got a dildo stuck. Can you be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> what, as in stuck where? What was stuck where? Um, Something stuck up her ass. <laughs> It's not quite right. <laughs> How wrong is it? Wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> and wrong item. A carrot stuck in her vagina. If it's I something don't... close to that, you've got to give me that. <laughs> I mean, I think I... Can I give you it? Something stuck inside her vagina. Yes. I got. I think I got that. You've got to give me that, surely. I'm feeling in a good mood, so okay. <laughs> what was it? it? A frozen hot dog stuck in a vagina. Uh, I was close with carrot. That's close enough. Are you going to give it me? As you, as you do. Yeah, go on. Awesome. Eight six. I'm getting yeah. there. That's good news. Thank you. Uh, shall we talk about the stream table? Sure. Oh, shit. Hit my mic. Apologies. Uh, let me bring it up. Do you want me to run through the whole thing or top half, bottom half? What am I looking uh, at? Well, this is top half for me. Yeah. Um, I'll run through it from seven then. Take me's at number seven. Mute's at number six. Peeler's at number five. First match at number four. Bad day for the cut at number three. Fast colour is at number two. And the bad batch is at number one currently. Before we start, this, the acting in this film is some of the best acting we've ever seen. Yeah. I think that's without especially the guy who played Zach. I thought he was magnificent in it. It really fell for him all the way through. I think the story's really clever. Uh it does slightly go off a cliff in the third act. Cause it but like we've decided that that's intentional. What what are your initial thoughts? So um as I was starting to say earlier, if you'd have asked me um you know, in the sort of immediate aftermath when we're finishing the movie I, I think it's the best thing we've seen this series yeah um i i think that's where i'm still leaning Th- there is a question mark for me over just how big a leap that last third is i agree um the first two thirds of this film are by far the best thing we've seen this season it's not even close it's it's a lot a lot further ahead it's just whether that final third not ruins it but brings it down enough yeah and and i think i'd i think i could overlook it because um you know we've obviously just spent an hour talking about it yeah. and i've thought but i've thought about this movie quite a lot in the last 24 hours Me too. since i've seen it and um i think it is quite memorable it is the best. It are, they are the best performances we have seen this season, possibly um, and possibly ever. The, the the role the guy who played Zach possibly the best acting performance we've ever seen on the show, in my opinion. It was very good, yeah, uh, and it's just it's well directed. It looks great, um, and it's ominous, and it is just those weird things that happen. I just I really dug that. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And it was. It wasn't what I was expecting. I I wasn't expecting something this brutal. No, it was. I like I said to you at the beginning. I thought it was going to be about a guy who didn't invite his mate to a party. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it really wasn't. It, it's as dark, if not, it's probably darker than anything we've watched on any of the stream tables in the history of the show. It's, it's super dark. Uh, in terms of, yeah, I guess in terms of, uh, you know, there's no, I would say there's no happy ending. Alison's starting again. but yeah, There's no happy the, ending to this film. The, there isn't yeah she's, she's literally wearing the scars on her neck yeah. isn't she uh, yeah it, it probably is what we have to decide is if the if Josh's descent into madness is intentionally missed out of the film on purpose or if it's bad writing then it can't be a number one but personally I think they did that on purpose to show because we saw all of the films from Jack's Jack who's Jack Zach's no perspective because we saw all of the film from Zach's perspective he missed the fact that his friend was losing his mind and going out of control yeah and if that is intentional then it's really well written yeah or or the fact that um you know th- this is a guy who may maybe was on the precipice anyway and yeah uh it's it's almost Zach's fault because, like I say, he took the decision to bury the body, yeah, and everyone went with it, yeah. So, you know, I, I if they'd have just fessed up, obviously they're not getting they're not getting away with it. No, but but... his friend would have been in a safer place, yeah. Um, and that can't that's got to be intentional, yeah. It's got to be. I would have said this film's um, number one on the stream table, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Wow. It is so good. It honestly, we're we're doing it a bit of a disservice by talking negatively about it. It's a really good film. It's, oh, it is, it is. Yeah, it's really yeah. well made. It's really well written. It's really, really well directed, and it's got some of the best acting performances we've seen since we started the show. It's taut. It's uh, <laughs> suspenseful. It's so tense. It flies by. It absolutely flew by. For I only made yeah. ten pages of notes in this, and. This is a film that's fifteen minutes longer than the normal films we do, where I make fourteen, because I was just I was so I was so engrossed in watching it that I was forgetting to write shit down. I had to rewind it a couple of times. Yeah, no, it's it's well worth watching. I would I would um, I would heartily heartily uh, recommend it. It's it's a little hidden gem for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really glad we found this one. It's um, me too. I yeah. I would not be against Good watching watch. it again. I would not be against watching it again, and I would recommend it to anybody. There we go, number one. Another number one. This is the first time in the history of the show that the number one's changed so much. This would be the fourth different number one that we've had. And at this yeah, stage, I mean I at think, this stage in the season, obviously. Sure, but I think uh, we've we said a couple of times though, you know, the with respect to the ones that were sitting there before, uh, yeah. we would expect to find better given what we've seen in our previous two series. So Agreed. Yeah. We've got how many... I think the race is on now, though. We've got eight left in this season. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, eight left in this season. Uh, I'm not sure. I think this might win it. By the... I don't think we'll find anything better than this. But I will happily stand corrected if we can. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be a tough tough one to knock off the top, it really I think. Is. Especially with only eight films left. Yeah. Awesome. Talking of next week, shall I pick next week's film? Yeah, let's do it. Let's pick a film called Bon Cop, Bad Cop. Oh, excellent. Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. This... I, I know how it got on our list, yeah. Our Patreons will know this, because we do this thing on Patreon sometimes where we'll go through and pick a year that a film is released, and we'll just 
run through everything that's on Netflix from that year. Yeah, so so we've got a, a really helpful website, haven't we? Yeah, uh, which does help with, with with a bit of our yeah. research and stuff. And and basically, it lists every title uh, that's currently on Netflix. And and one of the ways you can filter on those is is by year of release. Yeah. So as Ad says, we do these occasional little bonus episodes where we'll just we'll randomly pick a year and we'll talk about just what what movies are on Netflix from that year. Yeah. So uh, we did this two thousand and six. Yeah, that's correct. Well done. And um, we happened to notice Bon Cop, Bad Cop, <laughs> <laughs> because it's about a French policeman yep. and a Canadian policeman working together. Correct. Hence the name. Uh, and all we're going on is a bit of a pun in the title. Yeah, basically. we quite like the title, so we've gone with it. And it's been on the list ever since. It has. It's been a little while now. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a while ago. So yeah, we got a uh, a buddy cop movie. They're actually both Canadian. Just one's French Canadian, one's not. Yeah. Um, it said the synopsis says two Canadian detectives, one from Ontario and the other from Quebec, must work together when a murder victim is found on the Ontario Quebec borderline. Um, I'm not going to tell you who's in it because they're all there's nobody really famous in it. They're all French Canadians. It's it's apparently in English and French. Great. It's quite highly rated. It's six point eight. Oh wow! Okay. And there is a sequel that's also on Netflix, so maybe we'll do that right. at some point in the future. <laughs> I don't let's, think let's have we ever done the first a, one have first. We ever done a film that's had a sequel? Um, I'd have to look into it. But not, I don't st- think we not have. That I can think of. I know the Babysitter's getting one, but I don't think we've ever done one that's had one. Okay, so yeah, go out and check out Bon Cop, Bad Cop this week, and we'll come back next week to talk to you about it. Au revoir. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>